0: Hey, guys, it's Dr. Delvina, board-certified psychiatrist in South Florida. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey, guys, it's Dr. Delvina. Are you ready to take the couch?
1: Yeah. Birthday, it's your birthday y'all
0: you know what time it is it's the eve of my birthday yes it's the eve of my birthday and no i don't want a big booty hoe for my birthday so i'm gonna transition to something else
1: but i'm in ghana
0: i'm in ghana i'm having a wonderful time it's the eve of my birthday and um, things have just been going really well out here. We're in a crowd. We came out here, a group of about 24, 25 of us. We arrived um, last week, last week on Monday, and I'm spending my birthday here. My birthday is um, tomorrow. Well, it's today right now in Ghana because we're ahead of you in time. But where you are, it's 8 p.m., On January thirtieth, and it's the eve of my birthday. So I wanted to take a moment, if you don't mind, to just celebrate my birthday. You guys know who this is. This is the host of Deep Brain Love Podcast popping since May twenty twenty during COVID man. And so happy birthday to me. Let's see. Let me see what else I got for y'all. Okay. Hey. Okay. All right, just indulge me for a second indulge me imagine you can you can see what i'm doing right if you follow me on instagram you already know hey come and put your name on it put your name on it put your name on it come and put your name on it hey it's not even my birthday yes it is ha birthday cake baby 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 so all right thank you for indulging me y'all thank you so much and so you indulge me, I'm going to go into my psychiatrist mode and do something and sing a, a, a song that's more relaxed for a psychiatrist, okay? So let's do the other birthday song. So you know, we got to sing happy birthday to me before I get into tonight's episode. Tonight's episode is actually a very funny episode. I have a special guest on my couch. I'm calling her Doc, and Doc is sharing with us a story, a story about, hey, cheaters never winning, and it's not what you're expecting. You got to listen to this freaking story, man. It's, it's so hilarious. This is the most I've laughed in a long time on one of my episodes, I'm telling you. I want you to listen because not only is it funny and entertaining, but there are a lot of key lessons. There's a lot of learning that will occur as you listen to this episode. And she's so open and transparent about everything. Doc will be back on the show again. We have a couple of episodes coming up talking about um, financially equally yoked, as well as is the dick really that good? Good. So this is probably an episode you should not listen to with your children around. And we're about to climax to this part. Hey, happy birthday to me, happy birthday to me, happy birthday, happy birthday to me. All right. So I am not going to kill you with my voice. But thank you for joining me on my birthday tonight. And if you're listening to this on the next day or the next day after that, I so appreciate you. I appreciate the listen to the listenership that goes on on this podcast every week. I love you guys for coming back and thank you for allowing me to share my voice with you. So if you guys are ready, let's go ahead and take this couch, man. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey, 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 guys, just like I told you, I am on the couch and I'm on the couch with a very special friend. Uh, She is also a doctor. I'm going to disguise her identity because I don't need y'all knowing who I get down with and who's in my circle. Hey, girl.
1: Hey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I'm so happy you're joining me tonight. This is the eve of my birthday.
1: Whoop, whoop. It's party time.
0: That's, no right. that's right that's right so in about you know three four hours I will be 46 and so I'm talking to you from Ghana so guys if you're listening to this it's kind of I'm ahead in time but I'm basing my time points on eastern standard time so what's up with you
1: hey, sitting here enjoying the single solo life on the weekend oh and damn. Uh, Yeah, single solo, you know, it's cuffing season, but that's okay, I'm not cuffing, that's okay, it's all right, that happens sometimes. Yeah,
0: Yeah, (laughs) it does, and we gotta be okay with that, Doc.
1: Absolutely, hug yourself.
0: That's right, and so, of course, um, I do know a part of, a little piece of your story, um, and I'm glad that you're okay with sharing your story with my audience. Most of my audience, this is the um, sort of, the unusual thing. It's unusual for me. And you know what? It shouldn't be unusual because I, when I tell you what I'm about to say, you'll say, nope, that's not unusual. You'll say the same thing. Most of my listening audience on the podcast are women. Most of my followers on, on Instagram are men. <laughs> so I guess
1: that makes sense, right? Men when you, are visual. Right. <laughs> right. And you put those very nice photos up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very nice professional photos we all know that we all know that she ain't giving away free looks yes nah y'all and there's a story behind every photo you
0: know there's a story behind every photo (laughs) a teaching point a teaching lesson okay okay right teaching
1: points that sounds good
0: so um so I know the story but I want you to break it down because I want women to learn and understand. And and actually this goes for some men too, because a lot of my male patients struggle when there's a breakup. Guys struggle with breakups just like women do. And so, but you and I were talking to the women tonight. And so guys, you can probably learn a little something from this as well. You can learn something from this, from the side of the dude who's involved in the situation and the story that Doc is going to share. And then you can also learn from the women's side of the story. Women, you'll learn how to properly break up with someone.
1: Ha ha. (laughs) And listen, it's going to be subjective whether they agree with what I did or not, right?
0: (laughs) I guess, but I want you to know, I freaking, I agree fully with what the hell you did.
1: (laughs) I mean, there are other, at our age, you know, it's not your first rodeo. So, you know, a relationship's ending, you know, there are unhealthy way to do things and then there are healthy and healthier, if we will, way to do things. And I am, I think you beat me to it. I'm not confrontational. And so was the person I was dating. Um, but we had almost made it to seven years. And at that point, you you know, somebody pretty good. You don't completely know them. Um, yeah. I'll have to say that, but you know, them pretty good. So you know, what's not going to happen. Right. Um, yeah. So this was our third try at the relationship and yeah. to give him credit, he'd grown a whole lot in those, okay, three, okay. those seven years. However, comma, at that point, um, we were looking at, you know, the next step was clearly um, to get engaged and he, to get married. And ultimately for me, I just decided, listen, I can't take this in the seven years because there are some critical parts missing to our relationship that were just necessary. And the biggest one was communication. And okay, stop, 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 stop. I gotta, gotta stop you. Right. Cause okay. I
0: have to ask you the questions that the audience is wondering right now inside of their brains. Okay. So you said that you guys have been together or had been together for seven years and that this was the third try. So all together between the breakups and being together, you were a couple for seven years.
1: Correct, correct.
0: So the first time
1: you were a couple, how long were you together? A year and four months. Yeah, I think it was okay. a year and four months.
0: All right. And but, I know it's it's a bit, it's been a while, right. so you may have to guess. And what about yeah. the second time?
1: And then the second time, um, maybe eight or nine months. Okay. And then the third time, um, because they say that's the charm, right? Right
0: was
1: um, three years, three and a half years, and, and 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 that was unintentional because we would always see after a breakup maybe a year later we'd see each other at a function and speak and then connect, and then the third time I was like, listen, I was in uh, going back to get a third degree. I was super busy and I was living six hours, you know, six hours away from him at that point. So I made him a deal. I said, listen, I don't have time to date somebody new. I don't want to get to know somebody new because I don't want to have to explain why I'm busy. So how about we hook up when we hook up? We don't ask no questions. And that's just that. And he said, okay, I can do that for you. Well, the first time we hooked up under that agreement, I'm going to call it an MOU. Because if mm-hmm. a marriage is a contract, dating is a mm-hmm. memorandum of understanding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. the first time we hooked up under this memorandum of understanding, you know, he never stopped texting me. He started texting me every single day after that. And I'm like, wait a minute, that wasn't the deal. And then come 20, so that was 2019, September of 2019.
0: Oh, so then, hold up, Doc. time out. Yeah.
1: So this MOU, in
0: other words, was basically fuck buddy, friends with benefits, yeah. Yeah, but, but you and, just knew one another. You have, obviously you were acquainted, you were, you know, you were exes.
1: So it's not like it was just a plain friends with correct. benefits. Correct. But I knew him and I knew that he liked to get down with multiple uh-huh. people. Um, And so, right. It was just easier to do it that way because I just didn't have time and I didn't want to worry about asking him questions or what he was doing. We're six hours away at this point. You know, we used right. to be in the same state. So right. It was it was known friends with benefits. So quick question what caused the first breakup? Well um it was another woman it was another okay. woman and um at the end of the day you know what that was about 15 months of a relationship there but at the end of the day when we started dating the first time you know the ink on his divorce was dry two months later so personally I view that as listen I I really can't be much more than a rebound chick because somebody coming right out of marriage is not trying to be on the same serious level that I am So, of course, when I found out about the other woman, um, which at that point he had been dealing with her, um, when I went back and did the math and, you know, some evidence, about nine months of that 15-month relationship I had with him. So, that was the first time.
0: How did you feel when you found out that this person who finally got a divorce because I don't know when you guys were dating the first time was he married and saying we're having marital problems I'm getting divorced so were they married and separated what was the status of that relationship
1: of their oh, relationship abs- I, I don't date married men so he was absolutely uh, they were just waiting to go to court they had been separated gotcha. um, had been separated and they were just waiting for their court date at that point, which was literally two months after I met him, um, he okay. went to court and the divorce was official, you know, gotcha. on paper. yeah. Now,
0: now did he let on that, he was also dating other people or did you believe that you guys were in, um, a, just a monogamous relationship, just the two of you.
1: So when we first met, he was completely upfront, listen. I am going through a divorce. I am dating people. He was mm-hmm. straight up about it. And that's the way people should be because then it gives you the option to decide whether you can deal with that or not. And so I said, Hi. okay. I said, okay, because. Literally two weeks after I met him, I was getting ready to have a serious surgical procedure. So again, I didn't have time to worry about what somebody else was doing, but he was very, very nice to me. And so, you know, you know, to have company or to see somebody every now and then that was very nice. Why not? And you were upfront about it. I was okay with it. The problem came when I felt like his behavior was changing and I got upset and I said something to him about it. I think he got nervous and he said, okay, well, let's be in a committed relationship. And I mean, it was a mistake.
0: When when you said his behaviors were changing, changing for the worse or how were they changing?
1: So I, I, you know, I noticed he was in his cell phone more. He was, um, you know, I wasn't Mm -hmm. seeing him as much. And I believe the day that I broke down got upset and told him how I was feeling that I had seen some kissy emojis from far away on his phone. He know I was behind him and those weren't for me because, well, I was, I was behind him. I was coming down the stairs in the house. (laughs) So it couldn't have been me texting him and I got upset. (laughs) I'm like, you know what? If those were kissy emojis, his behavior makes sense. His behavior makes sense. Just, you know, short tempered um in his phone more i'm not seeing him as much he's occupied more
0: so you basically confronted him and said hey what's up like i'm just getting uncomfortable with this i'm not sure what's going on and his response was well let's let's do the damn thing let's just just get into a relationship let's just be together
1: exactly oh okay yeah which was a mistake for him which was a mistake because because he wasn't ready right and and him leaving that door open would allow him to do exactly what he was doing seeing other people you know he could have easily come back to him and said you know hey you know my mind is somewhere else at this time and leave it at that but clearly he made the mistake that most
0: men make who get caught cheating in a relationship they don't tell the truth because they want their cake and they want to eat it too he didn't want to lose you that's clear right? He wanted you. He wanted, he wanted to have you. Yep. And I've heard men say, I know I'm not ready to settle down yet, but I know she's the type of woman or she's the woman I want to be with. I, I'm just not ready yet. I just want to continue to do what I'm doing and run around and whatever it is that they're doing. And they want that woman to be there for them when they finish, I guess, sowing their oats.
1: And that is just, it's simply wrong. It doesn't work. What he was doing before, where he was up front with me. And there were times when I knew he had another day. He'd be like, hey, you know, I have plans tonight. I can't see you. Or, hey, I have plans. You know, he was always very respectful about it. So you had to respect that, you know. But but to switch it up, don't do that. There's no need. Somebody's going to respect you and you're going to have less conflict if you just be honest. But it is truly their decision if they can handle that situation or not. And so, you know, he should have been honest with me and just said, hey, my mind is somewhere else right now.
0: Let Absolutely. me
1: back me out of this a little bit. I could have respected it at the end of the day, but he decided let's commit. And so we did.
0: Mm-hmm. So we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. and I could understand why, because, you know, you thought, maybe you thought that he really, was because this was the first go-round um, and you're still getting mm-hmm. to know him. This is what, nine months you said about yeah six, seven, eight months into the relationship when you confronted him about the bad or the unbecoming behaviors, I I should say.
1: Yep, yep. And, um, you know, to my bad judgment, I went on and said, yes. I mean, it was around Christmas time, why not? It was around
0: Christmas time. And and I would like to say that's my bad judgment. You know, if someone tells you the first thing in a relationship other than communication, and you started to mention that the other thing that's important in a relationship is respect. He was respecting you. It's not like he would just ignore you and disappear and then make up some damn lie later about where he was. He would let right. you know, I can't hang out tonight.
1: Yeah. I have
0: other plans. So that's yeah. respectful. The other thing yeah. is trust and integrity. So yeah. at some point, we have to trust our partner. So you started out trusting him. You trusted that he meant what he said that, okay, I want to be in this with you. I'm choosing you. Obviously, you know, when we meet people at our ages, when we're older adults and we're professionals and we're attractive, everyone knows when you meet someone, more than likely that person is dating someone. Come on. You know, sex may not be involved, but most people are dating people. They have an active dating life unless there's something terribly wrong with them. So, you know, they're seeing people. So it's not unusual for someone to have someone else that they're seeing and once you confronted him about it for him to then say all right you know what let's do this to me that's just saying to you all right i'm choosing you i'm going to be with you so it wasn't bad judgment on your part
1: well you know in retrospect- <laughs> maybe it turned out to be later but, <laughs> but i mean because this guy literally carry on a relationship with two women for the next like nine months yeah for the next oh. eight months he carried a relationship with two women he didn't even have that in his budget okay wait 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 so when you when you guys decided okay yeah let's
0: let's do this he was in he continued to carry on the relationship with the other woman
1: too correct correct oh. and, and and listen to the audience I can verify that because I ended up talking to the woman. So I, I was able to confirm that. <laughs> yeah, I just want to slide
0: something in. I'm just <laughs> going to slide in. And I sort of said this in my introduction that I've never seen so many women fight over a man mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I'm a black woman, so I can only speak from a black woman's point of view, a black woman's experience. As a Black woman, I have seen Black women physically fight, throw down, brawl over a man, as opposed to being upset or mad at the man. Like, why are you mad at one another?
1: Absolutely. And so
0: not to collaborate with the other woman who's involved and not have a conversation to get the other, the third side of the story, I believe is a mistake. You just want to automatically get angry at her and go to blows.
1: And for that, I will say, so both she and I are women of higher degrees. Uh, We're both doctors. She's a PhD type. Um, She has a great job. You know, I have a great job. And so for me, when I finally made the decision to approach her and talk to her, it's because I had some questions that I wanted to get answered. And I figured, talking about an educated woman, right? Figuring she got some sense. If I approach her respectfully, because at the end of the day, I know my situation is not her fault, but if I approach her respectfully, maybe I can get the information that he would not give me because it got to the point where I told him, one of y'all going to give me the answer to the questions I have now, would you like to do it? Or would you like for me to call her? And so I respect, i approached it from a respectful. There was no reason for me to be nasty with her for what that like the energy for what? That's right
0: that's right okay all right so you guys you find out about the other woman you approach her I don't want to spend time talking about that first time because you got something more you got something juicier (laughs) for us for the listening audience so we're not going to spend time on uh on sis number one but (laughs) so you guys break up after that situation just tell us briefly the first time how did you break up with them
1: um so I found a card from her um, in his kitchen. It was weird. He kept communications in the kitchen and I found a card from her and, you know, it had a date in it and, uh, you know, she loved him, blah, blah, blah. And I was devastated. I mean, completely devastated because he was just so nice and and took such great care of me and you know so now it made sense the emojis made sense the behavior you know spending less time with me made sense and here's this card that's telling me this woman is also involved with him and so um when he came home you know I did the whole crybaby thing and confronted him and uh you know he did the I don't want to break up with you I want to be with you and uh, then he went to iron his clothes because he had a meeting to go to and uh I left and went home and that was the end of it that was the end of it that was the end of it wow I was heartbroken after time number one heartbroken heartbroken because I mean you just heard what I said there was no closure I had no idea what happened Um, but I just told him, you know, I'm very disappointed. I'm very upset. And all I got was, I really want to be with you. Hmm. It's great answer. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So did you guys
0: communicate at all after that?
1: (laughs) Um, no, um, he was not that type of person. Um, I think I saw him at a concert for an artist that he had learned to love through me, Um, we had, we had purchased concert tickets for maybe 30 days after we broke up. Right. And so he took another girl, um, and sat not that far from me and one of my family members. Girl, Um, stop.
0: Wait a (laughs) minute. Whoa, 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 (laughs) Throwing a yellow flag. I gotta throw a yellow flag on this flag.
1: Okay. Girl.
0: (laughs) You said a month after you guys broke up, you run into him at a concert that the two of you were supposed to attend together. He's there with another woman. Oh, yeah. Was yeah. he there with the same woman you spoke to that you found no.
1: out he was cheating with? No. Nope. So was it, it not a
0: whole nother woman? It was woman?
1: a different chick. Now, I was looking like fire, and she looked like she was at a funeral with a big old black tent dress on. That's <laughs> okay, just, okay, look, no. that's just me being petty, <laughs> but I'm just saying. a joke, Petty. Betty Patty. Patty, Betty <laughs> but, but you know what he did so at the end of the concert I told my cousin I said I need to go to the bathroom before we leave the building so I sashay and take my time remember all the people are trying to exit the building I'm in the bathroom for a good five minutes because I think I had to wait in line right but behind a person or two so by the time I come out you know it's less people in the building and then me and my cousin exit don't you know this fool waited to exit until we did so i could see him with this woman with this muumuu tent on
0: no way you're saying you think he waited for you so you guys could all walk out together so
1: he, he absolutely see? did he absolutely did walk out the girl with the tent on she had a tent oh. on the circus tent oh he <laughs> <on>. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah
0: oh he, he did it he,
1: he deserved what he got with that. and yeah, was... i'm not gonna spill the <laughs> i'm not gonna spill the... <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, it <I'm> so... <laughs> so I was so upset that once I dropped my cousin off because I needed to keep myself composed, I called him on the phone and I was like, hey, what did you do that for? You didn't have to do that. That was ignorant. Call me back so we can talk about this because at that point I still wanted closure. Right. Closure is important. I think the next time I saw him was literally on the highway on ninety five. And he had another woman in the car. And she oh, looked like a woman on And he <laughs> pulled up. Besi- We're sp- 95. So you know the speed limit is like 65, 70, right? Right. You're not telling me what I think you're about to say. <laughs> he pulls up beside me with his passenger side to my my driver's side. So I see the woman. And she's going to put her hands up over her head turn her head. So yes. me and him are racing down the highway do it 80 because I'm like oh uh-uh Negro you're not gonna roll up on me with a woman in a car so I can see you fool oh my then, gosh I call him like what in the age are you doing and because I thought I knew the woman you know I drove by her house I had to call one of my sorority sisters and be like girl I hope you got bail money because I'm about to go to jail because if this is a chick that I know Right, which is probably why she had her hand over her face. Girl, and this fool is speed, like we are speeding. He is in the fast lane and I'm in the lane beside. And I finally had to just slow my car down. Like, girl, what is you doing? <sighs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So that was after the first breakup.
0: Hmm. Wow. So did he ever call you back? You called him the time after the concert, you called him on the road or after you saw him on the highway, did he call back? No. And I would like to add, I'll interject here, that he's a Black man, correct? Correct. He probably didn't call back because there's this thing, Black men think Black women always want to be in control, that Mm -hmm. we act like they're mamas. Okay. So... I got a feeling he didn't call back because you told him, I want to talk about this. Call me. I need to talk about this. So you gave him a directive. And as a Black man who, who he probably believes that Black women are bossy and pushy and you were acting like his mama, he didn't call back. And also because he doesn't want to talk about it. He didn't want to process it because you were about to go into that. Conversation about communication. We're not going to prematurely go there yet, but I'm sure you're going to tell us he was a bad and awful communicator. Mm.
1: (laughs) You know, this is the part where they may be starting to figure out the story, right? The moral to the story. You may be able to start. Nah,
0: I I think they're confused still because, see, we're still on breakup number one. Still on breakup. We didn't even get to (laughs) Mm. to number two yet. Mm. So what happens next? How, how long before you see him at the next event and then just sort of forgive him inside your heart and decide
1: to give him another chance? So I think the, so that was a summertime thing. Right. And I think by that, that spring I had broken my ankle and I was healing and I had to do an event down close to where he lived. And I needed someone to help me, because I'm a little handicapped at this point. I needed someone to help me um with the logistics of my event, and so I emailed him, and he emailed me back, and then I emailed him and he emailed me back and um he helped me with my event, and let's just say it was great sex that weekend. Mm-hmm, yeah, okay. And so I
0: had uh, 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 another question. <laughs> yeah. Now, girl, were you emailing him because you really just wanted a boom call? Because I know you could have emailed somebody else or called someone else to help you with that event. I know you're resourceful. I so you were missing, like bro. That. You were I'm missing friends. him.
1: And he lived around the corner. And I, I did legit need help. I did was just recovering from a broken ankle. So I did legit need help. And he lived around the corner and I was missing him. Let's just go on and say it. Because mm-hmm. it was. Yeah bedroom all the well mo- most yeah the
0: i was gonna say the d must have been good
1: it <laughs> ah, <there> was fireworks <laughs> fireworks so it, worked, it worked it worked and we were together for let's see seven months that time so, so this time
0: did you ask him did you say are you seeing anyone else is there anyone else other than me
1: so like right when we hooked back up um He volunteered. Hey, remember that lady I was seeing the last time we broke up? I was like, yeah. He was like, well, she was crazy. And she was asking me for money. And -and so-and-so told me I shouldn't be seeing her. So yeah, I stopped dealing with her. I said, oh, Mm -hmm. okay. That was volunteer, you know, because sometimes you can't ask men stuff. You have to wait for them to tell you, or you have to kind of- tap dance around stuff to get them to answer questions because a lot of times when you directly answer they don't want to and so he completely volunteered that information so that made me feel but, secure, I, but, right? but I don't know right
0: with this situation with him it's different because this is yes. someone who was who showed you signs of yes. being a womanizer and so if you were inside of your mind considering him giving him another shot that would, there's nothing wrong with saying or asking him, hey, are you involved with other people? I need to know because I know your history. If you're seeing other people, just let me know. So I know
1: what to expect. Yeah. I think I was just so happy we were back together. Because remember, I said the first time we broke up, I was devastated.
0: Yeah. So I was yeah.
1: just so happy we were back together and the chemistry was bob.com. That no, I didn't ask, I did not ask any gotcha. questions gotcha mm-hmm.
0: now why do you think you didn't ask
1: besides you being so happy because i was so happy so i wanted to stay in denial right okay i mean you said doc, i didn't yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: okay it's all good so i have a question how much older than you
1: is he um two years
0: okay so you guys are close in age
1: yeah yeah Yep. Yeah. But, I mean, listen, I was over the moon excited and happy and hot sex on a platter, you
0: know? So, before you had the the weekend booty call with him, when was the last time you had had some D, some vitamin D?
1: How long had you been? (laughs) I was having to take a pill for that. Mm -hmm. Yep, I was having to take a pill for that because I wasn't getting any.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, see, guys, this is just a learning point that... Men, when you're, when you are the shit in the bedroom, (laughs) you will get a chance after a chance after a chance. (laughs) But when your shit is whack, excuse my French guys, I hope you don't have your children listening tonight. (laughs) If if it's whack, that's why you ain't get another chance. You
1: ain't coming back. (laughs) Mm -mm. All right. But the chemistry was insane. It was just insane. So what caused this breakup? So, um, it was, it was February because I, I remember I was headed to work. I was at staying at his house and I was headed to work that morning. And so remember I'm a doctor dentist type. So I, I work and find details. Right. And so I'm trained to pay attention to details. And that morning I was leaving for work. I went to put something in his little tiny trash can in the bathroom, and I noticed a panty liner. Now, gentlemen and (laughs) women, if you don't know, let me educate you real quick. All panty liners are not the same. Just like all Black people ain't related, all panty liners ain't the same. And that panty liner in the trash can wasn't one that I used. Mm -hmm. I know what my panty liners look like. Dad wasn't it. (laughs) That was a little dainty panty liner. I like extra coverage. That was not my panty liner. <laughs> okay. And you know what? I had been seeing signs of behavior, right? Because the hot sex on the platter had slowed down. So when I saw that panty liner, oh, and then there was a earring on the floor under the bed. There wasn't mine. I took that and threw it in the trash. But um, I walked out. And that was it. I think maybe we text each other one time after that and we literally just stopped talking. Did
0: you tell him you saw the panty liner or you just pulled,
1: did you no, hell just no. dump the trash can? Did you dump the trash can on the floor so he could see the yeah. panty liner? No, cause he's slow. He's just like a man. I always used to tell him, dude, I'm smart. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. He's very book smart, but common sense is just lacking. But if I tell you I'm smart, and I pay attention to a lot more stuff than I ever say. No, girl, he wouldn't have got it with the panty liners. He's a man. They probably think they all look the same. So for the men listening, all <laughs> panty liners don't look the same. You better throw that trash out. But I'm also the chick who will notice hair on the floor in the bathroom that doesn't look like yeah, mine. Okay, me too. if it's silky and straight and very very long, well, I have natural hair. I don't wear weave and I don't wear rape. You better sweep the floor before I get there. Mm. Uh-huh. I'm with so, you on that one. So he wasn't going to get it. Girl, if I had dumped that trash out, he would have been so slow. Like, why would she dump the trash out? Yeah, no, he wouldn't have got it. Even if I had put another panty liner in the trash can, I promise you, if I had put two panty liners on his bed, two nasty ones, hers and mine, he still wouldn't have got it. Now that I think about it, that probably would have been a good teaching lesson, and I might do that to somebody the next time if I see a panty liner that's not mine. You weren't
0: at that point yet, so
1: but but (laughs) but we're getting there.
0: You guys keep
1: following along with the story. We're getting there. If you ever see a panty liner that's not yours, just put your nasty used one right next to that (laughs) and let him figure it out. Just saying, you know, be smart about it. Be smart. We don't have to fight. I'm pull out the panty liners.
0: All right. So this time, you didn't know who the chick was. You couldn't nope. call the chick up. You nope. decided. You know what? This I'm I'm done
1: with this done. negro and his bull right. crap. Because again, what happened? You know, the intimacy intimacy literally basically stopped. Again. And then see, I that's why up. dudes
0: shouldn't cheat because they can't hold it down with you know two and three two and correct. three women
1: correct exactly and so intimacy is stopped and now i see this dude i'm done i'm out the door walked out that morning took his little tupperware with me because he had fixed me some lunch and we literally just i think it was one text between us on super bowl sunday and that was it
0: Oh, he didn't call. He didn't say, nope. "Hey, what happened?" I haven't heard.
1: Nope. Before. I'm, yeah, okay. No. Mm-mm. Wow. Not at all. No, but you know, it didn't sting as bad as the first time because I mean I've been here before, right? So yeah. It didn't yeah. The
0: bad. first time's always the worst time. Yeah.
1: That's usually Absolutely. the worst breakup. It's the first time. I'm just like, ah. I'm not doing this again with him. I'm out. So, did it stop there or? So I feel like George Bush fooled me twice. (laughs) You can't get fooled again. But I did. But I did. Mm -hmm. So I think probably a year and three months after that, I had to move. Mm -hmm. And it was a Friday night. Uh, It was a Friday night. My house had been packed up and everything was taken out my house. I was literally spending the last night in my house. Um, And I got a text message that said, hey, I heard you're moving. Congratulations on your new position. Yeah, I am, thank you. Okay, and he says, so what are you doing? I said, well, I'm just looking at the four walls of my 19 inch flat screen TV because that's all that's left in this house. And he said, "Can I come over?" And I and I'm said, sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Sure. How much?
0: How much time had passed between
1: um, the second breakup? Gosh, a year, okay, and three months. Okay, and were you still missing him? No, no. I, you know, I was getting ready to relocate and start this uh, new degree. My mind was other places. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I was focused on the future. one not even think okay. about him. You know, but and when I got up the, pops the bear. I over, well, well, I mean, hot sex on a platter. Like play the run the song back. Cause <laughs> he was at my house in 15 minutes and we got it on and popping until 6 a.m. when the uh the wedding of uh Harry and, and cousin Megan came on see how I remember those details because it was wow. literally feet on the wall. So, oh <laughs> so There was no time wasted. He, can I come over? Sure. 15 minutes later, feet on the wall.
0: <laughs> was there um, any... Con- conversing any dialogue or? Uh,
1: yes because things had happened and he was like oh you should have called me I could have come and helped you out I'm like wait a minute dude we're not friends so why would I call you we're always uh-huh. good to be friends yeah well let's just hot sex on the platter right now because I'm getting ready to leave I don't need no attachment I'm getting ready to leave I'm getting ready to move probably for good out of the area just hot sex hit me off Uh yeah yeah let me get my new edition on so um the next day I think after cousin Megan's wedding um I think I spent the night at his house that night and um then he sent me a photo collage the next day as I drove away that made me tear up and then Um, you know, a few months later he was on to the next chick, So I didn't hear from him. Um, yeah, so I didn't hear from him for months, you know, he was on to the next thing. And then I saw him the following summer. I came back to the area for a party, a big party Uh and saw him at the party. And, um, I said, you know, hey, we can make a deal because I'm busy right now, and I I just need to be broken off. And he said I can do that for you. And you know, we spent the whole time at the party hanging out, and my friends were like, "What is this?" <laughs> and this <a> guy <laughs> broke up with Tyson. I'm like, yes, but so, um, so. Made the deal, and you know, the first time trying out the deal, I think, was four months later. Our birthday is a week apart, so I flew back in town for us to go to this concert for this same guy that we love, right? The same guy recurring theme here, same All guy right. Took a girl with the tit dress on, and uh-huh. uh, we had a great weekend. Listen, I'm not trying to make anything of this, I don't care what you're doing, I'm not asking you no questions, I'm not looking through your trash can, I don't care how many condoms are in that drawer. This to the left of the bed when I roll over, I'm just here to have a good time, get broken <laughs> off, go back and handle my business. And he says, you know, I wish you could stay longer. I'm having such a great time. Hmm. And from that day forward until, you know, we broke up last year, um, he texts me every single day. And he pushed it back. And at some point he pushed, you know, cause I'm thinking, listen, I'm busy. I don't give two flips what you doing six hours away. Cause I don't have time. Mm-hmm. And so it was actually great. He was very supportive and toward the end of my time in my program, he would drive that six hours, like weekends back to back. And it was high sex on the platter. As soon as he walked in the door
0: so you and your mind was thinking man maybe he has finally yes grown up and he's ready to be a man a man man a man a man
1: who is a one woman man I mean because because now we're talking about years later right we're talking about years later and so um I I made a statement to him so we Call back up in the summer, right? And we spent New Year's together that year. And I said, you know, we've been seeing each other off and on for five years. And I don't know what it was about that statement that clicked in his brain. I know that he had a conversation with his mother when he went home that weekend um and then it was just it was on like we were committed and three months later he hit me with the I love you out of nowhere you know oh that's first time for the right and it's it's never like you expect it to be because I thought we would have been feet on the wall in the bed knocking it out the park when I got that but it wasn't we were literally sitting in two separate chairs in the living room watching one of those dating reality shows and he just got about the chair and comes over to me and says you know I love you and kisses me and I'm like wait wait a minute wasn't there supposed to be chocolates and hot sex and (laughs) okay well yeah no but I mean I got it and I got it every day after that until we broke up
0: yeah oh wow
1: so huge I mean true growth right true growth because I never got that the first two times, I never yeah. got that the first two time, and it wasn't forced when it happened. Clearly, not watching reality dating shows. No, it wasn't forced. <laughs> um, right. So yeah, just, no. We're fine. And you dead. and
0: and you didn't give him an ultimatum either. You didn't say you've nope. never told me that you love me. If nah. you don't tell me, if that doesn't come soon, I'm leaving no ultimatums it was just a natural spontaneous thing he was feeling in the
1: moment none of that and so I'm like oh we're finally here we're on our way and I think you know that was springtime frame and by Christmas of that year we were um we were doing a zoom because now we're in the pandemic we were doing a zoom with my friends and he told my friends you know I'm hoping that we can get engaged at some point next year oh my god okay that, oh. again unsolicited so they do this on their own time so in my right. mind okay he's finally getting there on his own time there was no coercion for me I didn't tell you to tell my friends that we were just kicking and having drinks having a you know a, a, a holiday zoom kicking it with friends that's it that's it so again I, oh think, boy. We're, I think we're there I think we're there um But fast forward. Okay, also- hold on. <laughs> Let's
0: take a little
1: quick break. You
0: guys, you gotta come back for the rest of this story. because I want you to hear, you know, do they stay together, <laughs> get engaged? and she calls off the wedding before the ceremony? Does she leave them at the altar? You gotta hear how she ended this seven year relationship. We'll be right back, guys. Here's a word from our sponsor.
1: There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, Fool me once, shame on, shame on you. Fool me, we can't get fooled again.
0: So, man, that George Bush always kills me. That saying... You heard Doc mention it, like how many times do we have to be full before we stop going back, ladies? We all have done this. I know we all have done this. I did it in my first, my very first relationship with the love of my life, who I married, just to see once I married him that I should not have married him. And it's not his fault. You know, we were both young. You've heard me talk about this before on my other episode called, um, Doctors Thomas talked divorce. I spoke about my relationship in part two. And um, and you know, I'm not letting the hammer down on Doc. Uh, we this happens. So um, I'm just glad she shared her story, but I love that George Bush reference. Um, and before we get into the rest of her story, just a little word from my sponsor. Thank you. Get back on the couch with us, y'all. Don't go away if you can't listen to the rest of the episode now. Come back later. You got to hear the rest of this. You have to hear it. I'm telling you. All right, guys, we're back on the couch with Doc. And you were just listening to her love story. I'm sure a lot of us can identify with the, just the things that she went through during this uh, seven year relationship with, uh, can I call him the love of your life? Has, was he the love of your life?
1: Um, I think he was number two.
0: Okay. So he was a A love. love.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we were insecure-ish. We were Issa and Lawrence-ish very much. Oh, my
0: gosh. And so, guys, if you watched the last episode of Insecure, uh, you want to sit and stay on this couch with Doc and me to hear if her situation turned out like that last episode. So, I just wanna say thank you for sharing so much. Um, As I said, I know a lot of women can identify with what you went through because when we love, we love hard, we love hard, especially a person with a loving heart.
1: Yeah, he was always very kind, very nice, very respectful. He was great arm candy. but but that one flaw that ended up being the deal breaker was, it came in handy at times because he wasn't a big communicator. You could take him anywhere around any group of people. He wasn't going to talk. So you didn't have to worry about him embarrassing you. He was not going to talk, which ultimately is what was the deal breaker. Yeah. Wow.
0: So, so you were telling us during, before we took the break, that he mentioned to friends on the Zoom. So he was talking at this time.
1: Right, right. A rarity, right. It was, it was very much a rarity. And I will have to go back um, probably two years before that I had gone with him to meet his family for the first time um, for Thanksgiving. And, you know, Thanksgiving, he's got a big family and they all get together. Well, at a certain point in the night after dinner, I walked off to the living room and sat in the living room by myself to watch him, observe him with his family in the kitchen. Everybody's laughing, they're drinking, they're having a good time, full bellies. So they're whooping it up. It's loud in there. He's very quiet. He's sitting basically in the middle of all this noise, quiet and not saying anything, unless somebody said something to him. And that's when I learned, okay, this guy doesn't talk a lot. It's not just me. This guy doesn't talk a lot. Mm. And so, you know, fast forward back to talking to my friends on the phone and saying, he's hoping at some point we'll get engaged in the following year. That actually was a lot for him. Because he does not talk a lot. And it wasn't me. That's just who he was.
0: Mm. So that's when, well, I don't want to know. I don't want to say that that was (laughs) the first red flag. Because you had some red flags, but the red flags were about fidelity. Or I should say infidelities. Um, But did you have communication red flags?
1: Uh, Yeah, so... So that, that holiday happy hour was in December, right? Because it was at the mm-hmm. end of the year. Well, just the month before, um, they were always faux fights because he and I did not fight. We did not argue, which I'm not going to say is a healthy thing not to argue with someone because the way we would break up, we would just stop communicating. Um, so the month before for Thanksgiving, there was a faux fight pit. We were supposed to spend Thanksgiving together. Uh, there was a faux fight picked, and he stayed at home and did, would not text me or you know. I think he texted me "Happy Thanksgiving, Good morning," and that was it. But it literally was a fake argument that ensued, and so he stayed at home. Um, Why do you say it was a fake argument? Were you guys supposed
0: to be together on that day? We were
1: together. We were supposed. It is pandemic. Um you know, he wasn't going home to his family, traveling back. I wasn't traveling back to mine. We were supposed to spend it together. And it was some, I mean, something stupid. I don't even remember what it was. It was that dumb. And I, you know, when I thought about it, when I realized he was not coming down to spend it with me, I'm like, this is stupid. Like you picked this fake fight on purpose and when I say fake fight I mean whatever it was that was said he he acted like he was mad about it and stayed at home Mm. and I had seen him do that before in situations where he it would be a situation that he would pretend to be mad about so that he didn't have to communicate with me so it was a pattern it was definitely a pattern So that was, you know, and a month later, you're telling my friends, oh, I want to get engaged. But yet there's this, this underlying communication issue. Wow. And so I would say things were okay for the next, I don't know, three months. And then the um, intimacy stopped again. (laughs) And so whenever the intimacy stopped, and I'm like sleeping in the bed with like a family member now, because we literally are not doing anything. um, That's when I would always be like, "Okay, what's going on now? But this is the thing. Again, I go back to I'm very smart and I pay attention to detail. We're not doing anything for months, right? Mm -hmm. Yet your condom drawer, which men use them use them and I always appreciated the fact that he used them even if they weren't with me the condom door stayed full and the Cialis refill stayed refilled and so,
0: he, so wait, I, oh, hold up <laughs> whoa wait, wait. I ain't gonna just
1: let you slide on by that
0: mm-hmm, okay.
1: mm-hmm. So the refill stayed refill correct the re- so
0: okay and you yeah, were aware he was
1: on you were, you were aware. So I did, con- I think probably the second time we got back together, um, I did confront him. I said, listen, I pay attention to stuff. I am a doctor. Um, you know, I just straight up confronted him and asked him, do you have this issue? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, all right, cool. I what, just- made, what, what made you confront him and ask if he had that issue? So because the first time we broke up, like I was devastated, right? I figured it out then from things that had been happening. Um, listen, when the condom is full of air and there's nothing in it, something's <laughs> not right. <bro>. saying <laughs> <laughs> It is full of air and the oil that came in it, something's not right, but you told me you came. So there were indicators, you know, in, in this bottle that sits in the, pharmacy cabinet and so like I said I told him dude I'm a doctor and I don't want you to think the first time we broke up it was because of that because I literally right, found right, out right. that day and I felt bad because I never wanted him to think that I was breaking up with him for that I wasn't so the second time we got back together we talked about it right off the bat and that was that so I knew I knew nobody else had ever figured it out okay but like I said I pay attention to detail number one and two. I'm a healthcare provider. I've got that background, but every other woman did not know that, including the one that I would talk to. So Mm -hmm. this is a thing. And so I confronted him. I said, but you get this refill. Well, I don't want to use it. I don't want to come dependent on it. It doesn't always listen, dog. You don't keep a refill for something that doesn't work. Okay. End of discussion put a period on that sentence. So when I look in the cabinet at the bottle and I see it was refilled that month and we ain't done nothing. And the condom drawer looked like you dumped the new box in it. Listen, one plus one equals two. <laughs> I passed math in elementary school. Yeah. So, here so here we go again, right? right so that is happening and then one day we had some celebratory drinks and he accidentally allowed the phone to connect bluetooth in his car and over the course of almost seven years he had never done that never done that okay but he slipped up that night because we were feeling good and we were on the way home and um caller id popped up it was a woman's name. And, and he pressed that button so quick. I said, who is so-and-so? Now, at this point, you know, almost seven years in, I, I've met female friends. I've met friends from home. And, you know, he'll put me on the phone with people or be like, oh, I'm talking to so-and-so. So you, you, you knew there was a level of honesty that was going on. And he would tell me stuff when I would ask. Um, you know, promise. we had talked about exes at this point and all this kind of stuff. So there was a level of honesty that was going on. So when I asked, you know, I expected an answer and he said, I said, you know, who is she? And I called the name that popped up on the screen. And he said, I don't know. I said, no, 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 no. See for a name to pop up on the screen. That means you had to put that name in your phone. So again, who is she? I don't know okay
0: he just so like a little kid he just said I don't know and put his head I guess he kept driving inside, of his, driving. Sh- inside of his shirt and thought it would mm-hmm. just go
1: away yep oh, well boy. she called back less than 10 minutes later
0: like uh why do you uh deny my call why do you decline my call why?
1: and it's almost that tells you I- she, that tells you she
0: thought that she was the only one you know, to he declines the call the first time and you call right back.
1: Mm-hmm. So, questions need answers. And so yeah. I said, Oh, you don't know who that is? Okay. So he's driving, I'm in the passenger side. So, you know, I, I go to the great identifier, Facebook, and I punch mm-hmm. in that name. And when the picture comes up, I am blown. Because this is the same woman that we broke up about the first time. I am oh blown away. Oh, my. And remember, I said we had some libations, so I'm feeling some type of way. And I said, Oh, her? Really? Really? Oh, the she said, wait, she said the, the,
0: the woman from
1: the very first breakup? Seven the years woman prior? from the, yes, yes, yes. So I know you put that name on your phone. I said, oh, you talking to her again? I don't know what you're talking about. I said, oh, really? Okay, well, maybe she is willing to answer my questions. And so I said, I'm a caller. And he got visibly upset and reached for my phone. And I said, that's what you won't do. And you know, he got upset. What are you calling her for? You don't need to call her. I said, because. I told you I had questions and I want to know why she's calling. Now, either you can answer them or she can. Well, he had nothing to say. And so I tried to call her twice through the Facebook app. And because we're not friends, of course, it did not go through. Thank goodness. Um, And then I text her. I said, hey, call him back. Well, again, because we're not friends, she's not going to see that. And so, you know, um, again, a fake fight right because why did why did you get mad and so literally a week later we're supposed to go on vacation for our birthdays together i don't end up going because he he did what he stopped talking to me again i'm i'm visibly upset i'm upset because i find out you're still talking to the woman that we broke up about years ago and so again i say picked a fake fight because i did text him like two days before we were supposed to fly out and I said hey I'm trying to pack why don't you give me a call because I still wanted us to go on vacation together and to celebrate our birthdays well he didn't and he went on the trip without me and decided to text me on the return flight
0: and say what what did he say on the return oh, I wish you had
1: gone you know my stubbornness gets to me I wish you'd come on the trip with me well, again, I pay attention. So Wait, to the, wait, wait.
0: So he left, went on a mm-hmm. vacation. You guys yep. were supposed to go on together. Yep. Enjoys the vacation and then yep. texts you at the end of the vacation when he's on his way back to say to you, I wish you would have gone.
1: Yeah. My stubbornness got the best. I said, well, you should have said so. I did text you. He said, well, my stubbornness got the best of me. I said, yeah. Story of your life. Story of your life. And so. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. But but understand, I still never got the answer to the question, why are you talking to this woman again? So we move forward. And so now we're November and I'm supposed to go home with him again for Thanksgiving. But I'm feeling like I never got this question answered about why you're talking to this woman again. I'm feeling some kind of way. Oh. Am I expecting another fake fight? <laughs> Am I expecting another fake fight where you're going to stop me from going home with you for Thanksgiving? Listen, we're in a pandemic. You're not getting to spend the quality time with the people that you love. I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing this again. I'm still feeling some kind of way and I don't want a fake fight pick so that we don't spend the holiday together. So I decided to call her because questions need answers. Uh-huh. and I felt like she was going to give me the answers that I needed and it was going to be okay for me to leave the situation at that point and then I don't have to worry about a fight being picked and I don't have to go home with him for Thanksgiving I'm not doing this we're almost at seven years I'm not I'm not doing this again I'm not so I called her and There was one detail I forgot. So when she answered the phone, I said, hey, you know, I said my name. I said, you do know who this is, don't you? I forgot that his ex-wife and I had the same name. (laughs) So she was very excited because she thought she was talking to this woman and their sorority sisters. And I'm in a different (laughs) sorority. I'm like, hey, wait, wait, wait. No, see, I'm a... Mm-mm, yeah baby we not same. Uh-huh. we got sisters like that so she's so excited she's talking over me and I'm like but I'm not a I'm not I'm not yeah I'm not one of y'all <laughs> so needless to say her being excited put her in a good mood and it helped the conversation start off right and you know so I said no I'm so-and-so and I'm his girlfriend And so, you know, when I told her that we broke up about her the first time in the year, she said, no, I never knew about you. And she said, and furthermore, had I known about you, I never would have kept seeing him because I'm a divorced woman. My husband cheated on me. And so I know how it feels. I would not have dated him had I known about you six years ago. And I was floored because I've always known about her. I was floored that she said that and so needless to say like I said I was gonna approach this woman with respect because there was no need to disrespect her we talked for three hours we had a great conversation we talked for three hours and toward the end of the conversation we you know we compared timelines to see where we overlapped in that relationship and she wanted to know why I never approached her before because I would see her out you know at the party where i approached him for the friends with benefits i saw her there she said why didn't you come speak to me i said girl no because you had no mm-mm, no so we compared notes we saw some of the same idiosyncrasies even diagnosing him psychologically which neither one of us were that's not what our degrees were in, right um and i told her i said hey listen I'm coming into town next weekend. I'm staying at his house. We're going out to dinner. Why don't you meet us there? And she said, are you sure you're ready to do this? Cause you, this is going to be the end of the relationship. I said, listen, <laughs> I can't keep doing this. This is, this is just not what I want because in the process, when I say that mm-hmm. she had also disclosed to me some things. That were basic communication things that he had never disclosed to me. She was like, you know, did you know this about him? Did you know that? And they were all about the education that he was pursuing. So it was something serious, but it was not secretive stuff. But basic stuff, about, and it was and it, it was stuff that he had not shared
0: with you. He had he not wasn't shared communicating with me.
1: With you. Right, his struggle with his program. He hadn't told me and she was like, girl, did you know this? Did you know this? Because she was in the same field as him and she had been trying to help him. I was like, I had no clue. And I was so disappointed because again, it goes to the underlying theme of communication. Those are basic things. And she told me the reason why I called him that night, I was checking to see if he was headed to the same party I was headed to because it was his fraternity. She said, that's all I wanted to know. I have another man who actually pays for things. <laughs> oh, another story, oh boy. right? Um, okay. She said, who I'm very happy with. And she said, I actually told him that I had another man and I was very happy with him. I was trying to stay oh, friends with him. my him.
0: goodness. So yeah. his dumb self declines to call. Yep. Well, first of all, okay, he could have declined the call, but he should have said to you who it was. And he yeah. could have just said to you, I'm not sure, you know, what, what she wants to talk about, but right. you know, knowing he wasn't dealing with her. So I wonder right. if he thought she was calling for a booty call. Well, it makes told- you wonder if she said she hasn't been dealing with him and they hadn't been together. Why did he get, mad? get so nervous and anxious mm-hmm. and and think that something bad
1: was about to happen because there was some guilt there and the guilt was she told me she said listen so the week before I called her she said um he had asked her out and she had invited him to meet her and her family out they were having a meal and she said you can come meet us um she told me he did not offer to pay for the meal. <laughs> but when he walked her out to her car, asked did to come over. So he was trying to rekindle. And she said, listen, I told you I had a man. She said, and I know, aren't you dating somebody? You've got to be dating somebody by now. And she told me that he told her he was dating nobody but his dissertation. And I said, oh. Is wow. that right? Well, we're gonna make it so next week. We're gonna make it so. That's what he told you last last week, because this is three years straight now. Oh, that's okay. All right. This whole story just does not add up. He he mentions on
0: the Zoom with friends how you, you guys will probably be engaged, but then yep. he goes and decides to try to link up with an old flame. Yep. This is someone who's scared of commitment.
1: Yeah. And so again, I'm just like, "Wow, really? He told you that last week, and I get an "I love you" text every single day. If it's not a text, I'm getting it by phone. You know what I mean so um so, but listen, this is third times the term, right? And so, yeah. I'm not I think I'm surprised, but not really. And so the following week comes. And she and I had this plan to a tea, honey. We went out to dinner. And she and I had talked about, you know, what happens if he gets up and walks. out I was like, girl, you're gonna have to take me home. <laughs> so um, so she's like, I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna buy you a drink, and I'm gonna sit down at the table, I'm gonna give him the business, then I'm gonna leave. I said, Okay, bet. Well, she comes in and she was a little later than what she thought she was going to be. And I'm just talking to him, knowing what's about to happen, right? And she comes in and she comes to the table and speaks to him and then speaks to me. And I stand up and give her a hug. And then she sits down <laughs> right beside me and we hold hands. She reads him for filth and she tells him she's disappointed in him. She never knew about me you know, that's dangerous. What if one of us was crazy um, and that, you know, he needs to apologize to me. He owes me an explanation and he needs to do better. And she got up and walked out and, you know, he had his hand when she said, I'm disappointed in you. She's, she was a few years older than both of us. He dropped his head and put it in his hand. And, <laughs> like uh, a little kid. Yeah, just like a little kid. And she did. She ran it for filth and she got up and walked out. And so when she left, I said, is there anything you'd like to say? And he said, well, no, it's obvious. You two know each other already. Oh, he's such an asshole. (laughs) And so, (laughs) so the thing was, so clearly his appetite was gone because he likes to eat and he didn't finish his food. So, you know, um, he paid for that meal and we left, but he didn't want to go home. So we went to a bar, had another drink and then we went home. And there was no conversation. It was a kiss you and good night. And when he got up to leave for work the next day, he kissed me on the forehead and said, I'll see you later. And I left and went home because um, I lived a few hours away. And um he texted me later and said, how are you doing? And that was the last, that was the last time I ever talked to him. And she called me later to check on me. She said, well, what did he say? I said, nothing. She said, no, what did he say? I said, girl, he said nothing to this day. Did you reply back to the
0: text when he said, how are you doing?
1: Yeah. I said, Hey, you know, I'm doing good. How are you? And he responded. And that was literally the last text. And, oh, so the next day he unfriended me on Instagram. So I knew that was it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) But, you know, and she she and I talked a couple more times after that. She was like, he still didn't say anything. I said, girl, no, no. And I mean, I know the pattern at this, at this time, right? This not my first rodeo, George Bush, shame on me this time. Um, no, to this day, there's no explanation. Now she, she says she blocked him in her phone, but she did tell me he emailed her to apologize to her. And I said, she said, did he apologize to you? I said, absolutely not. I said, but he needs you strategically because he is in jeopardy of not completing his program. And you are the one person that can help him. So strategically, he doesn't need me for that. He needs you right now. And so it makes sense why he emailed you an apology. Right. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It but, does. you know, unlike the first time, I'm not looking for closure. The deal breaker here was communication. Like, I still don't know why he got mad. You're, you weren't dealing with her. You know what I'm saying? And she said it to me. She said, well, if he's not dealing with me and he's not dealing with you, I said, girl, right. Who is it? Neither one of us know. It ain't me because that's not who the condoms and CLs is being used on. It's somebody, right? But it's not the two of us. Um, But why he wouldn't communicate basic things like about your education and your struggle? Listen, I have three threes and you were with, you watched me. He watched me struggle to get that third one. So it's not like I wasn't familiar, but you didn't Or
0: it's not like you would look down on him. There would be no disdain. You would have been encouraging for him. You would have been a support system for him. I always have been. It makes you wonder when things like this happen, it makes you wonder because jealousy can occur between partners. Jealousy can occur between two partners. Two partners, I mean, who are involved in an intimate relationship. Um, it's that, or he felt ashamed of the difficulties he was having and knowing how bright and how accomplished you were. He just did not want to tell you the truth about his struggles. And that's the thing men have to, they have to stop doing that. They need to reach out. They have to be friends with us. You got to secure the friendship and the way you secure the friendship is by confiding in one another and being transparent. Right. And, um, The transparency there was missing on a lot of levels.
1: And as you said, the communication wasn't there. And so that was the end of the relationship. But understand that I kind of directed that scene, if you will, because I knew when she came to that restaurant, I knew he wasn't going to talk to me after that. I already knew that. And That was perfect, right? Because now I don't have to go through another Thanksgiving where a fake fight is picked. (laughs) And we were headed into year number seven. And it's just like, you know, when I talked to my mother about it, she was like, well, yeah, after seven years, yeah, if you don't know by then, I'm like, yeah, mom, you're right. If you don't know by then. But could I really, even if he had produced a ring, say he was producing one for Thanksgiving in front of his family, I don't know. Mm-hmm. could I honestly have married now we're talking about committed commitment could I honestly have married someone that wouldn't talk to me about basic things the answer and is absolutely, I not. absolutely as, not I mean you know she and I agreed on so he's perfect eye candy he's gorgeous when he's using that thing it worked real good but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying but yeah. the just the, you gonna lie about simple stuff. You weren't even dealing with this chicken. you didn't want to tell me the truth. Right, I, exactly. Know, and so it just,
0: but see, the universe works this way for a reason. It works yeah. this way to save us from damnation. So you were saved. His stupidity saved you. Because yeah. as you said, this may have led to an engagement and marrying the wrong man. So his lack of honesty, his lack of integrity, his own self-will killed the relationship. And this this was exactly what you needed. So you knew, you saw exactly who you were, who was staring you in the face because he made things seem so good. And so, you know, it seemed like things were going well from how you described it. He told you he loved you for the first time. He was texting you, I love you every day.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so, so, I mean, I could have lived in denial, right? Just to get married. And I was about to say, I am so proud
0: of you that you're not like many other women who would have settled, who would have settled and decided to stay in the relationship for the Mm -hmm. sake of getting married, of being able to say they're married, that they have a man.
1: Yeah, I that was the deal breaker for me. If we can't talk, we have nothing. And he knows I was a communicator. And so if we can't talk about basic things, listen, we're not going to make it because we have to be able to talk about a lot of things, how we feel about the bills, about tough subjects. You know, you have to be able to talk about everything. And we couldn't talk You didn't want to talk to me about basic stuff. We're not going to make it. And and what bothered, now what did bother me is that there, he never addressed this situation. And so for two more months, we saw each other and communicated. He knew I was upset about it, but he never addressed it. So essentially we were faking it. Like we went to a function, we went to one of my work functions together and they were like, oh, you guys are such a beautiful couple. Yeah, but we don't talk. (laughs) So you can fake it. You really can and we did. But what bothered me over those two months is he would never say anything. How are you feeling now? Let's talk about it. And I waited a few weeks to see, you know, once I calmed down, I waited a few weeks to try to have that conversation. Again, with him before I called her, and nothing. Uh He told me there was nothing to talk about, is literally what he told me when I brought it up again. So, just a deal breaker. Listen, if we can't talk about everything, we can't do anything.
0: No, absolutely nothing at
1: all. But I also wanted him to know, and I think this Uh is important for women. Listen, you can't pit two Black women against each other. That, you know, if you're going to approach another woman, just be respectful. Now, is it always going to work out like her and our situation? You know, we, we send each other greetings for our respective sorority founders day in love. Um, so is every situation going to turn out like ours? No, but it's not the other person's fault. Whatever ain't working between y'all ain't working between y'all and ain't got nothing to do with her, him, whoever is the third, fourth, and fifth party. That's and right. do not do not pit Black women against each other. Everybody else is against us. We do not need to be against each other. And so I'm very proud of the way both she and I handled that conversation. Yes, ma'am. You guys
0: should be applauded for that, ma'am. Yeah.
1: And even if she gets back with him, listen, I left that situation for a reason. I would not be mad at her. You know, everybody has to make their own choices. And so, like I said, even if I find out one day they're back together, that has nothing to do with me. I made my choice to leave. There
0: are a lot of nuggets in this session. I'm so happy you joined me on the couch to share your personal story. Um, I mean, I think the most impressive lesson here was what you just said at the end, and that is for us to work together as Black people. You know, we have, to, we have to be nice to one another. We have to be kind. We have to be respectful of one another. And as you said, if you're in a situation like this, if for some unfortunate reason, your man decides to do something such as this, and it's you and another woman, another Black woman, be respectful, be courteous, whether you're, the first woman or the second woman. You know, it doesn't matter. Both of you should approach one another with respect. Absolutely. Okay. <gasps> wow. <laughs> this was a jam-packed couch
1: <laughs> session. <laughs> my goodness. I've got it warm. I've got the kid. My seat is hot.
0: Well, Doc... I love the lessons you taught. I hope that you'll come back on the couch again to talk to the audience. I told you it's mostly women. Um, Listeners, please give us some feedback. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can go on to any of the platforms and leave your comments. If you don't want to openly leave a comment, you can DM me on Instagram. You can send me an email. Coming up next, I'll tell you the ways you can follow me, which includes all of my contact information. And if you'd like, you can call me also on the phone, 305-981-1700. Doc, thank you again for being on the couch.
1: You're welcome. My pleasure. Say brain love. Brain love.
0: What's up, guys? So I just want to remind you about the ways you can follow me. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm Dr. Delvina at D-R, D R D S and Delta v as and Victor E N A. I no longer have a Dr. Delvina Twitter or a Dr. Delvina Facebook professional page. Both of those were unpublished. Um, I won't get into the details of that, but um, instead of following Dr. Delvina on Twitter, follow the office Twitter page, which is which is D R T. Brain Love, D-R-T, Brain Love, B-R-A-I-N-L-O-V-E, D-R-T, as in Dr. T, D-R-T. And on Facebook, you can follow the Brain Love Podcast. And of course, if you are not following me on Instagram, follow me at Dr. Delvina. And my website is Dr. Delvina, Dr. Shorten, D-R, and then Delvina, D as in Delta, E-L, V as in Victor, E-N-A, dot help, H-E-L-P, as in help me, help me, Dr. Delvina, and um, tell your friends, tell everybody about the Brain Love Podcast, please subscribe, subscribe either on Pandora, on iHeartRadio, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, if you're on Anchor, subscribe on Anchor, show me some love, y'all, show me some love, that's right.